Hello and welcome back everyone to Going Sideways with Tendrift. Uh, we have had a decent break due to quite a bit going on really. Today I am bringing you an interview though from a couple months ago with Brennan Daniels. He runs with Money Gang in Middle Tennessee, hits up tons of events, Clarksville, NSS, uh, Beach Bend. Uh, it was a real blast chatting with him about the sport in general and his LS Swap 350Z. Uh, this was from a few months ago though, so eh, it's a little bit weird putting it out now, but, uh, I definitely wanted to get him out there. So I won't hold you up anymore though. So let's get to it. So Brennan, <laughs> how's it going? Not too shabby yourself. Great. Awesome. So what, what's the next event that you're hoping to hit? Guess I'm driving tomorrow. You're tr what events tomorrow? Uh, Clarksville, Indiana. What's it called? Oh, Riverside Drift. Riverside Drift. Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot that that was happening this weekend. I did not know <laughs> until today. So you're with me. This will be my first Riverside Drift event. Is is the car all prepped up and everything, or is there any prep work that you have to do for your car? Mount tires. Mount tires. Yeah, we bolted the seat in before we came over, and it's been fine since. Nice. Bigger, so it's good to go. Oh, uh, any good or bad takeaway from doing the clutch kickers with Jeff? Horsepower. Need more of it? A lot. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely much needed for that kind of competition. If you plan on going anywhere. The main, the main reason we went is basically just for seat time. Okay. Yeah. We had no, I had no intentions of it, you know. Yeah, you Winning. didn't expect a podium yeah, or exactly. anything. Not with that not with that specific car. I mean, you're talking about something that cost $6,000 to put together. Is it only is it really that cheap to be able to throw an LS into a 350? If you're Brendan Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you have no ego whatsoever. It's appreciated. I basically traded a $1500 car for that car with everything to make it run and drive. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty solid. And it's just got BC ER series coilovers and wise fab on the front, so Okay. It helps. God Willie is such a fucking tool. Yeah, that's gonna be in the podcast, Willie, while I'm calling you a tool and you're taking a picture of us. Or is that a video? It's a video for the Drifters Beer Chug. I'm officially calling out uh <laughs> officially calling out Jeff Baird oh okay so that'll be next week that he gets a call out or is that from the video he gets a call out you know what I wasn't recording let's do it again oh my god we'll do that in a minute what a tool uh, <laughs> no but the Clutch Kicker series is a great series um, it's definitely I think a in between grassroots and pro event because yeah. you have grassroots and pro drivers. You have every level of drivers. Yeah. I mean, there are people that have $2,000 240s and there are people that have $100,000 240s. Yeah. I mean, it's a very yeah, uneven I mean, playing field, which it, is great because you get really good drivers and great cars and you get really good drivers and shit cars. Whatever, whatever <laughs> they, yeah, exactly. Whatever they put together. Uh, it seems I've seen some of the stuff that they've been putting out. It seems like that track they've tried to make it the biggest, like, cut down on 
making it harder. Like it's almost makes it harder for high horsepower cars. Yes. Yeah, so that track, even supply and field between a 400 horsepower car and a 1400 horsepower car. Yeah. It really does. Um, it's tight, narrow, bunch of back to backs, bunch of touch and goes. I mean, you're in and out of a zone pretty much the whole way around the track. Holy shit. And you're following, obviously following somebody, yeah. leading somebody. So it makes it more difficult. Plus, with the track so far, round one and round two, they've freshly sealed the pavement before each round. Oh, wow. So it is very slick. Okay. Very. Um, especially at the beginning of the day, as the day go on, and the... The top layer kind of yeah, gets wore. Yeah, wore down or added, added rubber to it. True. You know, it, it, it does grip up. But for round one and round two, at the beginning of the day, I watched... 50 drivers spin yeah. out, you know what i mean every sing, almost every single person spun you know oh yeah it's pretty crazy i've been shocked at the proximity that i've been seeing in videos from people on that track and i think that's because it's literally very slow yeah i mean they look like they're going really really fast but I, in all honesty it's a 30 second trip around the track and it like in a lot of the videos it looks like they're probably only like as a crow flies, 40. 30 to 40 miles an hour, yeah, 40 at most. I mean, at the, the fastest car, yeah. you know, I mean, this, the lowest horsepower car is doing 40. Yeah. You know, I mean, the highest horsepower car is doing 30, yeah, doing 30 <laughs> but it looks like a hundred. Yeah. Don't so much smoke. Um, just, holy shit. Seeing Taylor Hole's car throw smoke on that track was it's wild. Yeah. It was, I don't see how you follow that shit. You, you don't. There was, <laughs> there, was, there was actually an IS 300 there. And this sounds really weird, but it was throwing more smoke. Wow. It, uh, Willie, can you chime in on that? Yeah. So the uh, IS 300, yeah. you're talking about, yeah, that thing probably put out more smoke than almost any of the cars there. And I don't even, it I know had it was, zero grip. It was not moving yeah. anywhere. <laughs> but it just, I mean, just obliterated tires. Just clouds. Yes, clouds of smoke. It was a turboed something, and that dude just turbo slayed LS, the tires all day. Oh, really? Turbo LS IS 300, I believe. Yeah. And I mean, it was just, annihilating <laughs> i mean you couldn't follow him if you wanted to it felt like i mean it, it was for one thing so slow and it's so long compared to the other cars yeah. there um or well it may not be longer wheelbase but it is a longer you know car in yeah. general so seeing it sling around the track is wild yeah and it was literally putting out the most smoke out of pretty much everything there it was crazy was there were there any other kind of weird cars out there? Because I know, like you know, of course the majority is going to be Z's, uh, a handful of Miatas, I assume. BMW V12 Turbo what? S14. What? Yes. I didn't see that at all. That's it, yes. No That's worries. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it runs two ECUs because the V12 requires two ECUs, and it. Does it just act as two inline sixes or something, I wonder? I have no idea how that works, but we walked past it, and I was like, "What?" it's really weird. I took pictures of it. It's <laughs> pretty crazy. Um, but, yeah, there's, you know, I mean, you get your FRSs, your BRZs, okay. you know, whatever. Uh, S13, S14 seems pretty popular still, which is great, because those are great chassis. Yeah. Um, 350Zs, I believe there were two or three oh, wow. around one that were VQ-powered. Oh, okay. A couple of them, nitrous. Um, and obviously there's a couple that are LS, but probably like five or six total, maybe. Okay. So out of 51, uh, that's decent. 10%. Yeah. And uh, 
obviously, I mean, you got, you know, Taylor Hall's ATSV. Yeah. Got, um, I can't even think of some of the other weird stuff. Huntedale uh, and S14. Yeah, Huntedale S14. I know Taylor, uh, Taylor Ray. Taylor Ray and the Miata. The LS um, Miata. And I believe his roommate did this last one as well in a Miata. Okay. Turbo 1.6 or 1.8. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> so that was pretty pretty interesting to see. And, of course, Dustin. Dustin, yeah, my I, I always forget about. Yeah, the Fox body <laughs> with the LS1 with a 2004. Front end, front end on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it gets it gets wild. The, the we're talking about it, quote unquote Mustang with the LS. Yeah, with the BMW <laughs> engine cover. Engine cover so, yeah. I saw that the last of it. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I like I. I don't know. I assume BMW V8s are dual overhead cam is the only thing. That I'm just like, this can't be correct. And also, yeah, I just so don't actually, see him doing that, that. That came from. A car he bought. He bought a 540 <laughs> Li manual six-speed car, <laughs> and I believe he did valve cover gaskets or something to it. And yeah. He kept the cover and put it on there. That's and great. It's actually mounted down. It's not. Oh, just, really? It's not just there. I thought it was it's just actually sitting. like mounted. That's, so that's dumb. That's even, <laughs> even more impressive. Um, he has he has to actually take it off to remove it. That's so funny. It's pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> so, with your car. Ha- have you only drifted in Z's or? So I've owned like a lot of 240s. Okay. But my drifting on track career started July 20th, 2018. Okay. So I've, I've owned a lot of rear wheel drive cars. Obviously street driving is a yeah. thing. So, um, but I've, I guess I've never pushed it towards um, track time just because I've mainly been the show car kind of guy. Okay. For a long time, I've had a bunch of. Were you a stance boy? Yeah. yeah. God damn it! I like them. It looks good. It's aesthetically pleasing. They, they aren't. They are. How much camber is the most camber you've ran on a stance car? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It was a like one inch of tread wear happening on your tires. Uh, no, like half a tread block. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Because. <clears throat> It's always been about aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing for me. So okay. getting into the Z thing was kind of like a random spur of the moment deal. Um, I sold two cars in a couple of months. I sold my LS400 and a RB25 S14 that I had. And I was just like, you know, at that time I was watching YouTube and everybody was buying a 350Z to drive. And I was like getting on Facebook Marketplace and I was like, oh, $2,000 Z. <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, I was expecting them to be, you know, five or eight, you yeah. know, five to eight thousand dollars, but you can buy a wrecked or could buy a wrecked and or non title yeah, or, or yeah, rebuild, something whatever. like that. 350Z for like two grand, which was yeah. crazy. So I actually went to look at the Z um, just thinking about buying it, not really like intending on buying it, I guess. And no rebuilt title. It had, it had been wrecked before, yeah. but it didn't run. Okay. So the only thing I checked and I had never owned a 350Z before was to see if the engine turned over and we got it to turn over with the battery. So I was like, cool. Um, I ended up getting it home and four or five of the six or eight cam caps were loose on the driver's side head. So I tightened (laughs) those down and it ran perfect. (laughs) And I think I did 
I counted them not too long ago. I think it was 15 or 17 um, events until it blew up. Oh, shit. And the, the really messed up part about it blowing up was it blew up at Mid Pond on a hot day. Yeah. And I ended up riding with a guy who's... Was this the same day that William almost died? No. No. I don't think so. No, okay. that was the next one, I believe. Okay. But anyways, so it blew up um, <laughs> at that event, and I ended up riding along with a bunch of people. And I was riding along with a guy in a 2006 350Z that okay. it was his first event. So I was, you know, I this was probably my, you know, 12th or 15th event, like I said. Yeah. So I'm I'm not trying to give like crazy pointers or anything. Sure. But I'm just, you know. Trying to assist if you can. Assist if I can. And he asked if I wanted to drive it because he knew my car blew up. So I said, of course. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my car is very similar to yours. Just look. Can I drive your car? I didn't ask. I, I know. I, okay, okay. I'll drive your car. Sure. <laughs> uh, I have great experience so, with these so cars. The, so the thing with this car was, is it was already set up for road racing. Okay. So it was very, very well, grippy. No, no, no. It was it was set up suspension wise for drifting. Okay, but okay. There, there were cooling mods. Gotcha. You know, stuff gotcha. Like that. It wasn't a bone stock Z. Sure. And two laps later, it blew up. Fuck. And I felt terrible. Um, it slightly rod knocked, and the guy ended up driving it about 45 minutes into his hour and a half drive home. And um, I'm still in touch with the guy, and he has no hard feelings. And I'm always like, hey, man, I'm really sorry about that. But it happened. So yeah. I try not to drive people cars anymore. Um, Understood. It's a, it's a very touchy, touchy subject for me. Especially somebody that I don't know as well. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's, I guess, how I got started. You know, I mean, I basically built the car in roughly two months. Okay. Um, so, I mean, before I even went to a drift event, it had, you know, a seat, steering wheel, hydro, you know, most of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but basically, I mean, I was just following, I guess, most of what people on YouTube are doing. And I guess sure. that's not like the greatest thing to say, <laughs> but it's also the cheapest horsepower you can get or yeah. could get. I mean, I, I paid two thousand dollars for my Z. I think Willie paid like eighteen hundred bucks for his. And I mean, it is the cheapest horsepower you can buy. I did not want to start with a two forty because I knew the problems. I had already owned a lot. Granted, I have heard of people getting uh, like a ninety eight, ninety nine Camaro SS for. Right about that yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen those cheap. Um, but it seems like the suspension is just god awful for drifting on those. I'm not a really big straight axle guy. I've never owned a straight axle. I don't car. think they're straight axle. The that would LS... be the GM nine bolt, wouldn't it? Right. I thought they were an LSD on the ninety eight and up Camaro. Yeah, but it would still be a straight axle car. Would it? If it's a limited slip. Yeah. How is a limited slip also a straight axle? My mind hurts. Because that's just the gear. That's just the. It's just in the differential. What? I'm looking it up. Ninety-nine percent sure. So no, like the GTO is supposed to have a limited slip diff. Right. So the differential casing you have is yeah. Yes, but their casing is just the center. And then the tubes come off, and you just change out the gear on the inside. Hmm. But I have no idea. I've never owned a, yeah. a, a you know, Z twenty eight. Yeah. 
So maybe it's not. Oh, well. Maybe it's not. Oh, it's not. Okay. I feel dumb. <laughs> no. Uh, is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's not. Okay. Mustangs right. are. Mustangs are, stuff like that. I was assuming that. I've never owned one. Yeah, that's fair. I, yeah, I've never worked on one. I can't say that. I was just very certain that they were. Yeah. I guess that's that's interesting. Okay. Well, either way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that probably would have been a better start. But those cars are long and heavy. Yeah, very true. Um, so. And they're not the easiest to work on under the hood. Yeah. Um, LSs and GM cars are stuffed in there pretty good. I mean, sometimes you get some decent room on certain things. But Yeah. Like, yeah. the GTO honestly isn't that bad. But, the like... If you've ever looked under the hood of an LS, like oh, the Corvettes would be a nightmare. I feel like you got to disassemble the whole car. I, I didn't think the Corvettes were supposed to be that bad. I've never worked on one. But yeah. I feel like it is. Like the Camaro, like truly, you can't get to the rear spark plugs oh, yeah, at all. Like you have to pretty much drop the engine. Imagine getting to the map sensor on the back. Oh God. Or the booster like yeah. tube or whatever you know. That would yeah. be a nightmare. That that would be god awful. Yeah. Um, Just because it's totally under the cowl. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but I've I've always wanted one of those cars. I really want like a 2000 Trans Am. Yeah, like the WSX Trans Am. Yeah, I really want a white one. I don't know why. I just they're cool cars. They're clean. Yeah. yeah. Um, you just want the pop up and down headlights and yeah, preferably pop up headlights. The big I like the hood. It's yeah. aggressive for style. It is very aggressive. Yeah. You have like four or six openings at yeah, the front of that's it. That's a lot. Um, yeah. it just <laughs> looks mean. Yeah. I guess I've just owned too many Nissans to go anywhere else. I mean, I basically yeah. have had like 50. At least you don't have Nissans. a Nissan pickup. Never owned a Nissan pickup. <laughs> That's true. I almost bought a Toyota pickup. Okay. But no, I've never bought a Nissan pickup. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so do you have any goals? It's going to happen this year. Yeah, probably. Like, Willie's going to be like, hey, man, this this truck's cheap. And it's, I'm going to be like, uh, I don't need it, but I'm going to buy it anyway. You're going you're to start drifting a hard body? Never drifting a hard body. Never. <laughs> nope. That Toyota Hilux, though, I don't know if you've seen yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. That one's really cool. The yeah, one with the full like, cage chassis. Yeah, those are sweet. That's pretty dope. Um, those, those, those do seem like a dependable, nice little pickup. Yeah. But, uh, so, with... Going to clutch kickers and figuring out, hey, if we want to compete at this, we need more power. Do you have any goals on adding more power to your car in the near future? Yes. Yeah, so before this event and before we decided to drive the clutch kicker series, I guess, uh, as in Jeff drive the car. Yeah. Um, I picked up a six liter like truck engine. Uh, Is it big, currently just an NA53 in there? Right, yes. Okay. So it's literally, it was a $400 or $500 5.3 from a junkyard. Sure. Um, it had a 30-day warranty, <laughs> and I wish I would have turned it in. <laughs> um, it The valve stems are rough, and the, the rings are done. Fried. Yeah, they're done. I mean, it, it smokes a lot. Gotcha. But, I mean, it works yeah. for what I needed. So Sure. When I originally put the car together, I took it to get it tuned, and the day that I took it to get it tuned, it blew up. Oh, shit. Turns out the previous owner had done head gaskets with what looks to like the, what looked to be like the engine turned upside down outside. So I oh, guess what God. had happened was is leaves and twigs 
got all in the block somehow. Oh, shit. And he put the oil pan on and everything. And then when I bought the car, the only thing I did is I removed the oil pan to make sure there was a pickup tube on it. Yeah. And the oil pan was clean and the pickup tube was clean. So I didn't think is about it. Do you, do you use front sump or uh, rear it's, sump on yeah, the Yeah, it's a Z. custom front sump from Sikki. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, with the Zs, you get kind of stuck. You can't use, from what I've, from the little research that I've yeah. done, you can't use any stock pan or like Canton pan. Gotcha. It's all custom. Well, it's um, like, a, and I know like 240s, they all are stuck with using the rear sump pans out of like either a GTO or right, a Canton yeah. pan. Yeah, the Canton. Well, it's actually a front sump pan. So, yeah. Is it front yeah. sump? Yeah, it's a Canton front sump. I actually have one. I have a 5.3 S13 at the house. Okay. Yeah, it's like a road race pan that everybody recommends. It's a gotcha. front sump. Yeah. Um, I was thinking it was rear for some reason. Most of I, the rears are Toyota. Really? Most of the rear sump cars are Toyota. Gotcha. So, so I knew the GTO's oil pan was weird compared to like all the other LS. Yeah, because yours is rear sump and it's really skinny at the front. Yeah. Print. yeah. So that would be, I think you can use that one on 240. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. I haven't, haven't that or, done that. That or maybe mine is front sump and it's just most of them are rear sump. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's what it is, is most LS, like F-body stuff is all rear sump. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. And then the GTO's front sump, and then that's the can stuff is pan. front sump. Yep, yeah, that's it. That's why I use that pan. Um, it's just with GTO's, you get oil-starved unless you run baffles. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand why people would, because the, the cost is there. The, the Canton pan's like 350 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I pay 150 for a GTO stock pan, you know what I mean? If, if I drift in my car ever, I'm going to... I'm probably just going to buy the baffle kit whenever I rebuild it anyway. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Because there's no real negative that I've heard of putting it in. Um, But, yeah. Um, So, anyway, back to the 6 liter. Yeah, so I didn't want to get stuck in the position where I had to buy another 5.3. Yeah. So, I bought a 6 liter after this car blew up. Obviously, it had leaves and twigs in the block, and I should have checked it. And I blame myself for not checking it. But I didn't really have a lot of faith in that engine anyways because somebody had done head gaskets on it, and I just yeah. never trust someone else's work. I've always Especially been Especially if way. you just start seeing gasket maker on it. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it. It wasn't that bad, and they re, they didn't reuse head bolts. They bought new head bolts. Okay. So, like, it, it looked like a decent they, job. They looked like they were doing the right thing, but Right, they but I never, I never trust anybody's work. Sure. And so I got the car tuned, and it, it rod knocked while tuning, basically. Oh, shit. We got the tune done, luckily. So the only thing I had to do was swap out the the block for a, a yeah. bonding block in the camp. Um, so went and bought a motor the same day it blew up. Swapped it out that next week. And the engine that's currently in the car is just obviously like a 180,000 mile truck engine. Sure. You know, I mean, it's worn in for sure. It makes great power and responds decently well, but I mean... Like, for what it is, you can't get better horsepower right. yeah, for the cost. Yeah, exactly. You're talking about a $500 engine that you have no time, you know, yeah. in, basically. Do you just run a regular GMECU on it, or...? Yes, so I'm just uh, actually a truck harness and okay. a GMECU just unlocked and whatnot. Nice. So I bought a 6-liter to slowly build and it ended up turning into <laughs> like a, a fast build. Fast, yeah, turned into a lot faster build when we decided we were going to go to... Or try to go to round three yeah. for clutch kickers. Do you think you're going to... Are you planning on running an NA 6-liter or... So, that's another story in itself. I bought the 6-liter from a junkyard with the 30-day warranty. So, <laughs> unfortunately, once you remove the heads, 
you get screwed and it's yours. Okay. So what happened was is I pulled the heads to do lifters. I was going to do lifters and head gaskets and just clean it up and put new head gaskets on it. Uh, along with sure. obviously changing, you know, valve springs and cam sure. and all that stuff. Well, pulled the pulled it apart and there's water sitting in one of the cylinders. And it had eight at one of the walls. Oh. So I called the junkyard and they were like, hey, look, you already took the head off. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're stuck with it. And it was unfortunate, but it I was also... Head off, but there's sitting water in here. Right, yeah. So was, how else do I find the sitting water? Yeah, and, and so like any normal situation, I guess you would be fine. Yeah. But the rusted and the pitted wall would allow oil to bypass the ring and oil yeah. detonates faster than gasoline in a combustion chamber. So that would have called caused detonation issues, which would have caused other issues. Blown up engine. Yeah. Right, exactly. So I decided to take it to Shacklets in Nashville and we boarded and uh, we boarded out to a four oh sixty from a four inch. Okay. So it's now gonna be basically like a six two. Okay. Um I ended up getting just like factory replacement rods and um rods and pistons for a Gen four six two. Are you gonna be running square port heads on it? Yeah, uh cathedral port. Cathedral port. So the factory six liter heads. Okay. Yeah. I had those cleaned up by Shacklets as well. Nice. Uh, a couple of exhaust mount, like exhaust bolts extracted and the heads decked, obviously. I gotta get two extracted from mine. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> I, hate it. Every- I, I think it's the front on the passenger side and the rear on the driver side. Yeah. Every single one that I've taken apart has had a broken one. Yeah. And sometimes they break to where you can weld a nut to it and then get it off. And sometimes they just don't. One is broken well off into there. Yeah. And then the other one is probably sticking out a half inch. Yeah. So the one with the half inch, you could probably do yourself and save yeah. yourself some money. But I like I've thought about just getting new heads yeah. and sell these. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The five, seven heads are. I think I have 241s. 243s. I have 241s. 241s. Interesting. So the 243s are the LS657 heads. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, Which was like the later generation 57s where, yeah. Yeah. I I found that out just recently. (laughs) It's interesting. Um, But, uh, yeah. So, basically, yeah, I mean, I... I bought a cam, you know, I bought yeah. everything for it to put it back together. And I guess it's turned into a faster pace than I thought it was <laughs> going to, which I mean, it always does. Yeah. I threw that car together in basically two months sure. within the second week I had it running, you know, second or third week I had it running from where, Hell yeah. you know, I mean, it was a box of parts when I got it. So, and I had no previous experience LS wise. Oh, really? All. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd changed a water pump on my truck before, <laughs> but that was about it. So no previous um, LS swap or anything no, like that? No, so the only swapped cars I've ever owned were all 240s, and mainly it was just... Like SR20? RB, oh, no, RB. RB I've never owned an SR car. Okay. I'm like super anti-SR. Really? I hate SRs. How does Jeff feel about that? He, <laughs> he doesn't understand. He, he will one day. Um, I'm, I mean... <laughs> It, it seems like 300 horsepower SR cars are great. Right. <laughs> but I don't. And Willie, Willie will chime in on this too. He had an SR and he ended up selling it. And I think that was the best decision he's ever made in his life. Yeah, I foresaw a bunch of problems out of that. <clears throat> and it's not that I'm only anti-SR because I see other people's problems and I don't want to have those. That's fair. Um, I don't want to have, you know, in Jeff's situation, he was trying to build a very high horsepower 
SR. And that's great. It can be done. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It costs a lot of money and sometimes shit happens. A lot of testing. Right. And sometimes shit happens and you waste a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean. Now, were you running like RB25s or? Yeah, I had, yeah, I had an S14 RB25. Uh, it was a Neo. Okay. It was a fun car. I mean, it was really slow. Really? It was stock. There was nothing yeah. to it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you're running like 12 PSI. You okay. Know? So, I mean, but it was, it made all it the right. Fun. It was fun. It made all the right noises. It, it, it made the. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. <laughs> you, you, you heard a blow off. You heard a wind up of a turbo. Everyone's happy. Exactly. Um, like I, I, I've, I just want to throw one of those stupid little turbo whistles onto the back of the GTO just to make people hey, nervous. Yeah. If it works, it works. Um, or onto the Sierra. Oh, that would, we could turbo the Sierra though. Dude. We could actually turbo the Sierra. I mean, depending on cost, I'm like down for sloppy it. Sloppy mechanics just ready to go. Uh, turbo. I, I got 1500 bucks. I'll throw at it. That would probably almost do it. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I have $1,500 in a case of beer. <laughs> we, we might be able to work something out with the case of beer. Um, <laughs> now I've seen some crazy builds for really cheap on like trucks. There's yeah. just a lot of room. Oh, yeah. You have a ton of space. Yeah. I mean, there's a uh, lot of real estate. Mine's a 4.8. Oh, perfect. Flat yeah. pistons, golden. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it, it's designed for it. Yeah. It was meant to have a turbo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I had no previous experience LS-wise, and I've I, I've learned a lot from YouTube. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's a great platform for learning. I don't necessarily think you should, like, throw your life at YouTube. Do you record anything for YouTube? I haven't started yet. I want yet. to. I, I want to, but I've been wanting to. Yeah. And I just feel like... I'm in between, like, do I do it, and will people watch it? Will people hate it? What will I record? What do I want to record? Yeah, what kind of content do you actually want because to show off? my favorite content is actual car work. Okay. I don't... Like the actual learning. Yeah, and I, it's not that I don't like, like, hey, look, we went drifting today. Like, that's cool. Throw one of those in there a week. Or you don't love Adam LZ? Oh, man. Adam LZ, I video. <sighs> oh, no, I it, fucking it, hate his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> his content used to be great. Yeah, for me personally, other people like what he does. Sure, but for me personally, I have a few ones <laughs> that I watch based on just learning. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff you can learn. He about. has a lot of cool videos out there. Right, and don't get me wrong, like his content sometimes. Yeah. But it, then some of it's just showing off money. Right. And, and he deserve. <laughs> I think he deserves the fact to do that because he's worked he's, very hard. Oh, yeah. And he's on. earned a lot of his money for being able to have all this stuff on YouTube from YouTube. Right. But he's been doing it every oh, day dude, yeah. for years. Who knows how long. Yeah. Like, 10 or 12 years. Yeah. He definitely has a hell of a work ethic. Yeah. For sure. And that's I hate the, his mustache so much. The mustache is like a. It's like a willy mustache. It's a little worse than a willy mustache. It is worse than a willy mustache. I think pull it's... it off. He copied me. <laughs> Please pull it off. <laughs> that's, that's as far as it goes. That's as far as it goes for willy. I oh. Like. <laughs> but, uh, oh. Like glorious so mustache. I watch, glorious bastard. I watch a couple that I really enjoy that are in-depth. Now, do you like least. any like the bees for build type of stuff? So I watched bees for build for a long time, but it's gotten more to the LZ kind of thing. 
where it's just about like, oh, I bought a Huracan. I'm going to LS swap it. Like, that's not realistic for me. Yeah. Realistic's like um, Motion Auto TV. So, like, he does a bunch of Jay-Z stuff. Okay. And, like, I don't know any Jay-Z stuff, but I've learned a lot about Jay-Z stuff from there. That's cool. Um, Did you see the newest B is for Build one? <laughs> no. 2015 Mustang. He's putting a 67 Mustang body on it. That's interesting. I've seen that done, and I like that. That's Is it a 5.0 car? Yes. That's pretty dope. So he's keeping the drivetrain all the same. Yeah. He cut they off the roof. cut all the stuff off, and then... Yeah, basically. he basically cut off all the body panels, cut off the roof, and he's swapping out body stuff. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And his stuff is very educational. Yeah. I feel like after I watch one of his painting videos that I yeah. can get out there and paint. Very true. Like, same with Mighty Car Mods. Mighty Car Mods is the same way, and they're great information, and... Tavares makes me just wish I had money. Tavares has just money. That's what <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, he has a lot of money. And, but again, they yeah, all he's worked, worked hell, hard. hard for it. Yes, they have worked hard. They have put content out there for you to watch. Yeah. And I believe that is a great thing. Um, but the the ones I like are the realistic, like, I got you. Motion Auto TV. Like you said, BS for, or not BS for build. Uh, Mighty Car Mods. Car Mods. They're Where they're realistic. still building stupid shit that's right. all cheap. Yeah, right. I mean, they still mess with S13s. I mean, they the, still Yaris. the Yaris. The Yaris. Oh my god, Yaris. the Yaris build. Yes. It was fucking amazing yes. and horrible. I didn't see the. I didn't see the. Don't tell me about it. Did I haven't you, watched did, the like blowing up video the engine swap though. No, I haven't seen that yet. I only saw the turbo part. The fu- the turbo Yaris. The turbo went on after the engine swap. Oh, okay, then I guess I missed the engine swap, and I okay. just saw the turbo part. So they always refer to it as a big block Yaris. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because, that's right. I because it was a Toyota Corolla one eight liter yeah, instead yeah. of a one four. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So it has the big block one point eight liter. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> like every time they refer to it as a big block, I'm just like, but there's there is there is a YouTube series that I've been following that I think everybody should watch. Okay. Um, it's. Bad Obsession Motorsports. I'll have to check it out. I haven't heard it's of it before. Project Binky. B-I-N-K-Y. Okay. Um, they're basically taking a Toyota Alltrack Celica Supra or Celica okay. yeah. drivetrain, and they're shoving it into a, like, 70s Mini Cooper. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and they but they have done every single bit of fabrication work themselves. <laughs> nice. It's two guys. And this, I've been watching this series for five years. <laughs> Shit. Yes. So it's 30 episodes. They're all about 30 to 40 minutes each, but I've been watching this series for five years. You get about one episode a month (laughs) Um, and they throw some random stuff in there too. So I can't remember the channel's name, but there was a channel where they went over putting a, I want to say it's a four, eight LS swap into an old Austin mini. Oh, wow. Um, And they, they, it was a drag, like it was a, uh, not drag, it was a uh, burnout car. So it has like one of those. Crazy wheelie bars and all no, that stuff? No, not even the crazy wheelie bar. For one, so they took out the driver's seat and then they just redid the back seat as a driver's seat. Oh, okay. So the engine's just like right there? The engine's pretty well right there, but also it has whatever like the biggest blower that people buy oh, for yeah. LS's. is huge. Yeah, yeah. just. And the intake is a newspaper box. <laughs> it's like Monroe News or something like that on it. Um, they competed at LS Fest, and the thing is just fucking bonkers. Huh. That would be pretty crazy. Um, but it, it's it's rad to see what all people are doing out there, and I do love that YouTube 
has that positive aspect of it of being able to. There is a lot of negative to go. Oh, dude, there's a the positive though. Without a doubt. Um, you mean people put out hate videos on YouTube? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> That's a Willie thing to do. Yeah, that. He reviews. Willie, who do you game. hate? Everybody. Oh, okay. Everybody. He said it, not me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I. I basically just started driving because I wanted to. So okay. I pushed toward driving track-wise just to see if I could do it, I guess. Gotcha. Um, Did you check out any drift events before actually trying to... I've been to drift events before. Okay. My brother started driving before I did, like actually drifting it. Yeah. So I'd been with him. But I don't know if that necessarily over-influenced it or not. Gotcha. I would say most of it would be from literally just... I literally hopped on Facebook Marketplace one day and just bought a <laughs> like it. So it, it wasn't that you were just tired of hard, you know hard parking your no, I still it, boy cars. So, so that was never really about the cars for me. That was about the friends. Uh, okay. So like it was all, more about the community yeah, than the and it had it had been getting worse. Yeah. So I can say it that, seems like a lot of car show culture has become toxic as fuck. Yeah. Um. It's mainly just way too much sometimes. Yeah, uh, and and often like a lot of the people that in, are into it seem like they just pay off other people to build their car. Yeah, and but don't get me wrong, that's not that bad. Yeah, I mean if you can't but, do it and somebody can, that's a decent, a yeah. decent thing to do, I guess. It, it it keeps the community alive. Or if you have friends that can. That see that I'm significantly more cool with, but like you having the show car, the some the the shop build. Just seems weird to me, especially in a world that's so much about the DIY cars. Well, yeah, but I feel like at the same time, it's possible to say that it's okay. Yeah. I I don't knock it. Like, if you want to be in it, that's fine. Yeah. Like, that's that's, that's cool. Like, I I understand if you don't want to build it. Like, but there, and there are some that, just build it to be way cooler than or think they're way cooler than anybody else i see what you're saying but yeah like there's instances where like i've worked on people's cars that may not know how to do it yeah and they they're paying me because i do or they ask me to work on it because i do um so i get that and like and it happens all the time in drift world too of hey i've never swapped this out can you help me out with this or, yeah, or not even that like just or asking having an somebody well, yeah or yeah or asking somebody what suspension they're running or what alignment they're very running, true stuff like that i had no idea yeah zero and, clue when i started like yeah. my first event was a clarksville event i sucked yeah i had no idea how to set a car up i watched a lot more youtube videos <laughs> a lot and yeah. I asked people, and I got answers, and it made sense. That's one thing I loved about the drift community is how open people are with setups and with helpful advice, like genuinely wanting to be helpful advice. Right. So, I mean, I've gotten advice from pro two-level drivers, like yeah. very just asking, you know, just straight up asking. I mean, I've looked at builds at FD Atlanta. I've looked at, you know, FD car builds on youtube sure. um you know i mean i've looked over pictures of fd cars on instagram you know stuff like that yeah. or you know other people's cars not just fd cars but sure, other sure. cars in general or just asked people how they're you know how they're setting something up or how they're doing it 
and yeah and it's just a lot a lot of very welcoming <laughs> car culture even though at heart drifting is competition well drifting is weird it's like both drifting is thought of in my mind as competition you got and then three, it's also there's three levels there's three I, I know two for sure there's people that want to drive okay for fun there's yeah. people that want to drive that think they want to compete and there's people that want to drive just to compete. The middle one is the one I was missing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you have people that are all about the competition, and I completely understand yeah. it. There's money to be made. Sure. And you also get to at least have some fun, um, if that's what you want to do. And, and there is just that competitive aspect that right. some people have. Some people where have that completely. It's just like they don't care that they're going to make some money. They just want to win. Right. Exactly. Um, but... I'm in between the two. Yeah. So I'm in the middle. I don't know if I want to compete. I don't know if I want to just have fun with it. Just have fun. I mean, I've built some, I've built a competitive car. Yeah. It may not be fast enough to be competitive. You have WiseFab. You you have everything right. set up for LS. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, did it, you say, you're, are you just staying in a no boost, no nitrous on your build? So <laughs> right now, this is a 20-step process. <laughs> so, um, fortunately for me, I have three 350Zs right now. Okay. I have one in a VQ car. How many vehicles do you own at the moment? Not very many compared to how many I owned in November of last year. <laughs> uh, I had 13 cars at one point last year. Okay. 13. Um most of those are parts cars. I part out 240s and such. Yeah. Um, it's where I get a lot of play money. Sure. That's what I call it. Um, yeah. Drift money. Right, drift money. You, uh, you got to pay that drift tax somehow. Right. Colin's car actually used to be a one I owned. Okay. Um, and I, every time I see it driving, I'm like, man, I regret selling that. But I didn't have the money at the <laughs> time. G's are just so cheap fun. fun. Is Right, dude, yeah. G's are the new 240. Or Sorry, G's are the new Z's, which were the new 240s. Right, yeah. If I could find another cheap G sedan manual, yeah, I would buy it. I, honestly, if I could find like a $1,500 automatic G sedan, I'd still buy it. Really? I They're just, I think they're good cars. Okay. I mean, they're easy. VG's are easy, or VQ's are easy to work on for me now uh, i've owned a lot for yeah reason. but uh i feel like they're just good cars i don't know I, I like i like different cars um do you like the sound of a straight piped vq my car is nearly straight piped um no i don't <laughs> <laughs> and i hoped it would have sounded better than i have a full isr exhaust so i have isr you know uh test pipes white yeah. pipe and the rear muffler section with blast pipes. I was hoping it would sound better, <laughs> but the main reason I feel like I did it was just because. Well, the LS stuff sounds fine. Right. I like how my car sounds. My LS yeah. car sounds. Um, but yeah, my my VQ car could definitely yeah. sound better. Um, they do sound <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I've had ones that are... Absolutely, they do. <laughs> Jared's car sounds worse though. <laughs> Jared's car is a whole nother monster. <laughs> but like, I am so glad that I got to help with re trying to rename it a D Dollar General VQ. It's definitely Dollar General VQ. Um, 
The only other thing <laughs> I like to call it is the Magic School Bus. Yeah, that's fair. Because it's yellow. Yeah. Or and or acceptable Eminem mobile. But that's a little bit on the end. <sighs> I don't like so, that one. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't it's know. yellow. I always call it the Eminem mobile. See? Like, that's just my first <laughs> impression was Eminem. Eminem. Oh man, I don't like but it. But Jared's car is the loud, like, that's one car <laughs> that's so plug. fucking loud. His cold start. Dude, I will plug my, whenever he gets off the trailer, I'm like, nah, I'm plugging my ears. I'll help you, dog. His cold start but. is ridiculous. The cold start on that <laughs> car is crazy. How close is his engine to actually being a VQ? Like, having worked on VQs and seeing his engine, do they actually look? So it's a Dola Red Camp V6. It's just 3.8 liters. Okay. I'm not sure on the valve count, but I would assume it's similar. Very I feel similar. like his has a little bit more power than a regular VQ. Yeah, What's well, so, a 3.8? Right, so I think, don't quote me on this, I think that the Genesis's make 330. And it's like 305 or 295 for... Yeah, I think a DE is like 295 on a okay. good day. Maybe HR be like 320, yeah. you know, high something like from that. Factory rating from factory, the crank. Yeah, and that's all like what the internet will tell you. Yeah, yeah, so a Honda Genesis is 306 horsepower. Okay, well, that's yeah. awesome, I thought. For his motor, so... Well, is that a track, though? Uh, It's a Grand Touring. I don't know. Well, the track is, a, I guess, a different... I don't know. I don't yeah, know a lot about yeah, it. Yeah. The, the main reason we bought that car is because he <laughs> said he wanted to start it to drift, and I was on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> and it was 1600 bucks. You know, here's what I'm upset about, is in Jared's podcast, he didn't tell the story of how we got that car loaded. Oh, that was rough. So this car was... Fucked. <laughs> Fucked. Yeah. It had been hit on every corner, but the driver's side, rear, oh, quarter. Shit. It had been hit everywhere. So the front suspension was fine. Okay. It was out, it was all out of whack. The rear suspension, we had one arm completely missing. Oh shit. Like it just wasn't <laughs> on. It was parked up in some mud in the back of this house okay. in Antioch. So basically the house went straight down like imagine the steepest driveway you could think yeah. of it went around the back of the house at that full steepness <laughs> so the only thing i could do with my truck and trailer was back down like halfway yeah because if i would have went down anymore i couldn't have made the turn sure around the house i, I could probably could have but we had it would have been a like, pain yeah but we had to turn the car around still so yeah. what we did is we backed the, tr- the truck and trailer up down there and we sat there for a minute well, I get in the car, and thankfully it started and ran fine. Um, Even though it had been beat to shit. Right. It had, it, it, uh, <laughs> it had hit every single wall at some interstate yeah. somewhere. Um, so I back it up and start turning it around. Just, and oh, the, my God. Like you saying that just reminds me of a video I saw the other day of a 350Z where someone's driving down the road. Someone cuts oh, them that, off. The and California then another one. one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? All the wasting of the beer. It was empty. That's good. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, the Z just... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened with the Hyundai Genesis. It's exactly like the Hyundai Genesis. Um, so we picked it up. So I turned it around. I got to back it up out of mud onto the concrete. Sure. Back it up, try to turn it around. Well, nothing is aligned at all. Okay. And I'm getting so much... I'm getting so much grip that it starts to like work the clutch too much oh shit imagine i'm trying to back a car up i've never driven yeah that's totally fucked up a giant fucking hill and turn it around yeah so i'm in reverse trying to back it up turn it around well i can start smelling clutch i'm like oh this is great so (laughs) i finally get it turned around well we get it halfway on the trailer 
So what had happened was, is when you were driving, if you were driving straight, yeah. the back of the car just was basically two foot to the right. <laughs> um, that's how bad the alignment was. Yeah. And how bad that one re- passenger side rear. Beat to shit. Well, the passenger side rear tire was just grabbing the, because the, the control arm was missing. Okay. So yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. grabbing the body and creating a lot of traction. So we finally get it on there, and me and Willie uh, just drive down the road, <laughs> strap it. We're like just like we're in, we're in the middle of traffic on a two lane road in Antioch, just basically trying to load this car, and it was rough. Um, we ended up getting it home. The control arm was con- included in the sale, <laughs> so we put that back on the rear and kind of got it right. And then the front, uh, I mean, I just everybody says I have a weird work like thing but like if you tell me that something needs to be here and it's here you move it you move it and if you got to move it however it needs exactly. to be moved it gets moved so what happened was is we unbolted the whole front core support and kind of like tweaked it back a little bit it was kind of bent by then, tweaked it do you mean beat the shit out of it no 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 this was okay. really thin metal we kind of just twisted it and it was okay. fine so we get it back together and uh or we get to go like start to put it back together. We realized that the basically the front of the chassis rails, there's a part that bolts to the front of the chassis and they're bent okay. outward. Both of them are bent outward or both of them are bent one way. So Jared kind of starts like, you know, pussyfooting around and hitting one side and kind of <laughs> just doing it. So he hands me the hammer and I just naturally beat just the beat the shit out of it and we put the core support up and it's perfect. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how you do that, but you do that. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that's how that car came about. So how many of the money getting cars have had you as either helping purchase like you in the purchase of in some way, either finding it or something else. So Willie's car predates money gang. Okay. But I think the whole reason he bought a 350Z was because I had a 350Z. Okay. And he rode with me. I feel like. No, that's correct. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dawson's car, Dawson rode with me a lot when I started out driving. Um, Dawson sold all of his suspension and stuff off his, his Mazda and I found the car. Yeah. Um, and we ended up engine swapping it and stuff. I'm sure he yep. said stuff on his <laughs> podcast about that car. There's still stains in my garage floor from that car. Um, oh, so that's Dawson. Uh, Jared would be next. Yep. So Jared's car, obviously, we just talked about, and then Dustin. No, no Colin. 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 Yeah, Colin bought the G thirty five sedan from me. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I needed to sell it. I had some. I forgot what I was trying to do. It's probably trying to buy something off Facebook Marketplace. That's I guess normally how it ends. Are, did, did I hear that you were helping out Austin with his car since? Yes. So he hit the wall at Bowling Green. Yeah. Yeah. So this is actually the. He'll be his third. Yeah, his third S14 and both of the cars. So the, the one he wrecked. hit a bowling green. Right. So the one he wrecked, the the previous one to now yeah. was at IA 2018. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. 2017, maybe. It was a while ago. Yeah. My back's still fucked up. So that <laughs> chassis he wrecked, he had bought on his own. Okay. The chassis that replaced that chassis, he had I had found for him. Okay. And then the chassis that he just replaced with the one that we had replaced was bought from yeah. me, yes. Gen 3. <laughs> yeah, Gen 3. Yep. Um, 
unfortunately, it's just a it's a side effect of driving what we do. Oh yeah, um, I touched the wall at Bowling Green. Oh, dude, uh-huh. and I, I think what happened for a lot of people, I was going, but like I I was actually able to follow a lot of the incidents from pictures and just seeing the lead up. Yeah, and as soon as people got off that tilt, like how the that turn had a decent yeah. bit of an angle to yeah. it. If you hit that flat part on top, you just slid. Yeah. Because you didn't have the gravity holding you down anymore. And like the momentum just fucked you. Yeah. So I think anyone just not realizing that they were about to flatten out, basically. I feel like. Just lost I, it. I don't want to say anything negative about that event because it was awesome. Sure. But I feel like that's a high horsepower layout. Yeah. And it is the LS Fest layout. Right. So. And that's why I feel like it's a high horsepower out. That's fair. Because your run-up is really long. You yeah. don't need that in the cars that we drive at all. Yeah. We're not doing 80 towards that wall. Sure. You know? I don't know if that had anything to do with most of the people wrecking, but I know from previous experience that at IA Beach Bend, there were less incidents. And there were the <sighs> same amount of intermediate drivers. I mean, there were a lot of incidents at IA. No. Yeah, there, yeah, there were two cars at the wall that event. But there were in the last nearly, like the, the but last there were, But there were nearly like ten people that hit the wall this time. Three? No. Three Daw- or four. Dawson, Brian, yeah, Austin, yeah. me. And there were two others. I mean, Eric Rose, I do others? think the LS yeah. Fest is a higher horsepower. Without a doubt. Um, and I I like driving it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I have not higher horsepower, but I have experience yeah so i feel like with it's, it's what not it's not a to, very beginner course right i feel like what barry is trying to do which i think is fucking awesome yeah. I, I love that idea um i think that they need to change the layout because okay. that or at least maybe maybe add different turns yeah to that layout because that, that is a very i mean you're basically straight full speed at a wall yeah. You know, I mean, and if you are even halfway not thinking, you're in it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I guess my selfish side <laughs> is I hate the IA layout for media. It's god awful. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what uh, you're talking about because I don't take yeah. pictures, but I would I, like, I can bad. never get good media doing IA, and that's why I'm not going anymore. Also, just their management of that event is a pain in the ass. Yeah. But, uh, and then, like, the LS Fest layout is great for media, but I totally see your point yeah. on it being for either ex- well-experienced well experienced the, or well-powered yeah, cars. Dri- think about the people that are driving LS Sure. You, They're you, all big names. Or rarely all, do you have anyone that's under 350 horsepower. And it's not even that. Rarely do you have somebody that's starting out driving. True. Ever. Um, that's you, my... You'll that's get a lot my, of Pro-Am drivers. Right, exactly. And those are people that have the experience to drive that yeah. track. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't drive it. Like Barry, if you're listening, like, it's great. Barry's not listening. He hates me. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just um, It's great, but I don't believe that it's... The, the correct setup for what is trying to be accomplished. Yes, and I feel like NSS is going to be, unfortunately, the same thing. And NSS, you can't really change too much. Right, and I don't... Yeah, and I don't expect it to change. Yeah. Um, but there is a little less risk at nss true you're you're, surround- you're significantly less likely to hit a wall right you're surrounded by walls of beach bend yeah surrounded you're, you're basically in a bowl yeah 
at NSS, you do have the ability to make it into a tire wall pretty hard. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, or, you know, if you mess up there, there are walls to hit, but it's way less likely. Sure. Um, so I, I do really, really, really want a mile per hour scoreboard. That would be for cool. entries at yeah. NSS. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, I've heard the, I've heard crazy stories about people entering in like fourth gear and like top of fourth gear yeah. and stuff like that. So I think the fastest I've heard someone say it was one thirty ish. Yeah, that's and that's booking it. <laughs> like I, like it, it literally scares me to think of cooking a car sideways at one thirty. I can tell you like top of third gear in a Z sideways and the whole car just feels like it's gonna just I'm about whoop. to die. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like you're about to do like a State Farm commercial and just like you know be one of those weird ones that ends up in a truck or something. Oh man, um, so you went for so. Was there any other like competitive sports or anything else that you were into before the stance car? Like I know a lot of people into drifting, did skateboarding, dirt bike, anything Nothing. like that. Nothing. No, I've had. Man, rough count like fifty cars. Holy shit! Yeah, um, and I can't, but I count all of them. Sure, a sure. A lot of them have been part out cars. Yeah, um, which is um, just part of it for yeah, you. Part part of it for me. I just I still count them. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean I, I'm not a very competitive person. Yeah. So like, I don't feel like if I lost an event that I would be very much upset. Um, I've played sports in the past, but nothing like super. I gotcha. Crazy. Um, you know, I mean, I've played baseball, soccer, you know, stuff like that. Sure. So, um, but never like competitively, I don't guess. I gotcha. Um, so now I don't, I don't really have a background that would okay. put you towards cards, I guess. <laughs> I have actually kind of the opposite background. Like my background, I feel like would keep you away from cars. Just from. Just how. You know, I mean, how my parents did stuff. I mean, my I dad you. worked on a lot of cars when I was younger, but I lived with my mom predominantly. I'm so. assuming they were actually financially responsible and not... My mom, yeah. My mom and my stepdad <laughs> were very financially responsible. I mean, you know, I don't... I think my stepdad changes, changed his own oil. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Like, I mean, he knows how to do it for sure, but like... Definitely not gonna spend like a thousand dollars on tires. tires. Yeah, you know, I mean, wheels and you know, wheels and tires. They're 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 not, they're not that kind of people. Um, they they drive their vehicles, and yeah. that's what it's for. Sure, you know. Um, so it, it, it's just a mode of transportation, right? Exactly, which is perfectly fine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for most people. So unless you're a crazy person that just really wants to go sideways or go real fast or both. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, <laughs> It's there's a lot to car doing. I mean, there's all kinds of different stuff you can do with a car nowadays. Now, j just random question. Um, do you try and keep your cars suitable to have a passenger in like on purpose or the first time that I've ever taken a seat, a passenger seat out of a car was at the clutch kickers event <laughs> solely to see if it made a difference, made a difference. Is a heavy power leather seat. Uh, I don't mind riders. Yeah. The only thing I have to say I don't like about riders is being pushed. Being forced to have them in the car. Right, yeah. Like, so, if you want someone to ride and be like, hey, you want to take a ride in the car, that's one thing. Or if they ask. 
Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. If somebody asks nine times out of ten, if I'm not testing something, yeah, or like worrying about something, or if there's a crazy yeah. wall that I can hit, I'll take you on a ride. Yeah, for free. Be, but later. being told, but being told by certain places that I have to take a passenger or being MIR. <laughs> they didn't really tell us, but like you felt kind of yeah. responsible for yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, and even at the driver's meeting, I think they had said something about, Hey, we're going to have people that want to do ride alongs. Just let them in. Right. But I, and it's great for them. They probably make good money. Yeah. But I see no benefit from it for me. True. I don't, they didn't pay me. Uh, now, now the only thing I can think of in that mindset of they didn't pay you is it may be keeping the cost down for you. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. That's a hundred percent part of that. I was getting to that. Um, and that's why I gave probably 10 people ride alongs in a yeah. car that I had <laughs> basically hoped wouldn't break that day. Yeah. It um, was looking mean as hell out there, honestly. Yeah, it was barely holding together. <laughs> there was there was safety wire holding the holding the oh, um, shit. steering rack together. So, um, remind yeah. me not to ride in your cars ever. It's fine now. We fixed it. It just took a little bit of money and time. That's all it ever takes. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily forced by them either. Like you yeah. can say no, and I understand sure. it, and I get it from a cost standpoint. Yeah. But I feel like if you're going to put the event on, then maybe there, and the problem was with it was, is there was such a long line to do these right. True. So I feel like if you're going to do that, you need to make it to where like maybe two or three of your friends, if you're the, you know, worker or whatever, yeah. two or three of your friends are constantly all day running cars or running passengers. Yeah. And I feel like that would, that makes sense. But there were so many people at Stupid Cold that I think that was an influx for them that they didn't foresee. Yeah, especially since they combined two events for the first year. Yeah, exactly. And I love that. Yeah. Because I got to walk around and look at all the stance cars. I did not look at a single one You're all You're missing day. out, man. There was an LS swap line cruiser. All kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. You got to walk around. That's the yeah. part of it. I, I think that was one of the first. I, hell, honestly, at uh, Bowling Green, I didn't walk around the car show stuff at all either. Beach, the Beach stuff Berry. Yeah. I didn't have time. I probably did after my car broke, but I didn't even know it was going on. <laughs> I, like, um, I, I knew it was going on, but I'm just like, eh. It's not aesthetically pleasing for some people. Some people yeah. don't care I, to look at it. I used to love car show stuff. I used to love drag racing. Now I don't give a shit about either one. Drag racing's never done it for me. I'm not a very big speed enthusiast. I got you. I don't care about speed. I, I, I've, I've been fast. Yeah, but that sudden acceleration's fun. Like no. for for me, I just get that adrenaline off of going zero to a hundred. Maybe if I I can see what you're saying, yeah, but yeah. it's never really done it for me like that. I got you. My and also, I mean, that's also a huge competitive thing too. Right, and my dad has a crazily overbuilt 04 convertible Cobra, like fourteen hundred okay. horsepower. Holy shit! It's it gets down. Um, it's wild and that's great. He likes it. He enjoys it. Um, I, I I grew up in a hot rod family as well. My dad had a 64 Malibu with a 511 big block Chevy in it. (laughs) Definitely do it. Definitely do it. Um, it does it for some people and it just doesn't. Oh, for sure. For some. So I really, I really think the drifting thing is like, a. it's so aesthetically pleasing. 
not aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> it is. Um, it absolutely is. Yeah. So drifting I, is like the best spectator sport that right. ever happened. Exactly. Because you're like hope. Like if you're a spectator, you're like, oh, he's gonna hit the wall. Then you're like, oh man, he steered it off the wall. Like you know stuff like that. Like I, I never hoped. For, ah, you hope for it. Who hopes for people oh, to hit walls? You hope for it. Who hopes for people to hit FD, walls? I'm like, they're making it in the gravel pit. Are you really? I'm always <laughs> oh like, oh, gravel God. pit. I am not watching FD with you. <laughs> yeah. um, holy shit, though. Uh, random thing going back to YouTubers. Have you seen the stuff about the Freedom 500 Cletus thing? So I think I was like one of the first people to share that he bought a track to our group. And okay. it's pretty wild that he did. Um, I am interested to see how the... So they're all going to be roll-caged nitrous Crown Vicks. Yes. I bought the pay-per-view. You're welcome to come over. Oh, Oh, shit. All right. When is this? Uh, Towards the end of the month, like the last week of the month. month? Okay, we're doing that. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll hit you guys up. For sure. All the money game's welcome. Yeah, we'll all come over. We'll record the whole thing. Yeah, I'll I'll have it playing on the big TV. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I I don't watch Cletus as much as a lot of people. Uh, He has a bunch of content that... There's been some stuff I love and some stuff that gets really old really quick. So a lot of his stuff is drag racing, and that's great. Sure. Like, a lot of people love it. Um, And until recently, it hasn't been a whole lot of drifting. Um, Yeah. I love that he kind of partnered with Taylor Ray and started doing more driving and stuff. And then also Vaughn and Chelsea have both been at the track. And that's crazy. I mean, you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to, he says he's trying to get Vaughn to do the Freedom 500 or whatever. Yeah, that would be super, he would. He would hopefully win. Dude, that that would be insane. <laughs> I I really hope they let Cletus win. Dude, like I I'm really psyched to see how they do the live stream. Like I would love it if they have a name light up whenever they hit a nitrous button. Oh, that would be cool. So you know they're on the boost. <laughs> yeah. So I, I heard they were doing like some like like secretive thing with a nitrous, right? Like they haven't necessarily released it, and I'm hoping that okay. like other people have other people's nose oh, buttons. Oh, that like, would be! Oh my sick. god! You'd hit or, or no, if you allow, or if you allow spectators <laughs> exactly, to control though. someone's nitrous since it's all live stream. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You vote on who gets the next nitrous <laughs> hit. No, because he said that spectators couldn't come because of the. Blues. No, no, uh, oh, I'm talking about mean, online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. You have online votes to see who gets the next nitrous. Yeah, hit. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be kind of cool. I see what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it'll be cool. Oh my god, this is like literally my favorite thing to think think of is just crazy, crazy ass sports. <laughs> yeah. um, and I know a guy that has an like a a dirt track in his backyard to try and do stupid shit. We just need the cars and money yeah. to do it, and yeah. we can film this. And I think Jeff put like what do you say twenty five hundred miles on that two forty. On a, on a shit car that he has right now? In his yeah, backyard? That, that was a straight up um, dirt only car. Like They called it a field car because the beginning of shit car was only in the field. Whenever he made it, like, put the nice stuff on it, they had to, like, fucking clean, clean it. Yeah, it was just, so muddy. Just yeah. power wash out uh, mud from it, the springs. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. Well, he actually put, like, $5,000 worth of parts on this. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> Fucking shit car is... <laughs> shit car's overbuilt. <laughs> with no power at all. For sure. He can drive the shit out of it, though. Oh, dude. I, mean, I, yeah. I will never deny Jeff's ability to drive a car. I have long since questioning that ever. Yeah, and I do want to clear something up. A lot of people are going to ask that... Why did Jeff suck at clutch kickers? No, why did I'm Jeff kidding. drive my car? Um... Basically, just for seat time. 
Uh, it had nothing to do with trying to win. Like, it would have been great if we would have placed. But yeah. we both kind of knew that that wasn't going to happen. He had and that was zero. his first time driving your car, right? He had never had seat time in a 350, barely had seat time in a 350Z to begin with. Never had seat time in a WiseFab car and never had seat time in a LS WiseFab <laughs> car. So at, I think, around 11.30 in the morning was his first run. Maybe 10.30, maybe 11 o'clock in the morning. And he went straight off the or straight around the first run. The first run, he went straight around in a circle. And then a couple runs later, he went straight off. And I wasn't expecting, you know, anything. The sure. main thing with that is, is you cannot go anywhere else in the country and pay four hundred dollars to drive with the pros. True. You cannot. It's well, impossible. I mean, there are not with that many. That's Let me fair. put it that way. That's there, fair. There's, there were 51 of 64 drivers there, and I'd say roughly 10. Actual pros? Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it was more. What do you think, Willie? I'd have to look at the driver's list, but I feel like there were at least 10 Pro 1 drivers. No. No, not. There was, there was only two Pro 1 drivers. Two Pro 1 drivers and, like, five or six Pro 2 drivers. Yeah. Okay, so maybe 10 total Pro drivers. Yeah. Give or take, maybe X Pro if you can. Yeah, because Honadale and Hole were the only Pro One drivers. Right. Okay. So yeah, I'm thinking all of Pro. It's fine. But yeah. so you can't. There's not many places you can go sure. to pay 400 bucks and drive with that many big names. Yeah. And get seat time next to them. And I guess that, that that's hopefully going to help out with his. Want to hit Pro Am? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that was fair. the main reason. Um. But not not don't let that take away from the seriousness of driving there. I mean, that's like a full on. Yeah, don't try to go there just to drive. Yeah, it's an it's a definite competition. You're not gonna go there and just. I love seeing people act like it was just supposed to be a grassroots competition event. Right. So there were like four or five people that double zeroed on qualification. <laughs> so don't be that guy. Yeah. Um. Please. <laughs> Because it, it takes away from that, I feel like. Um, I'm not saying people are bad drivers. Well, well, I couldn't I couldn't throw up two scores in a row, probably. Um, it would take me yeah. hundreds of hours at that track to... And just, I mean, that's not the place to go as an amateur because you are dealing with people right. with cars, as we've mentioned, that are $100,000 plus cars. Right. And So if you're the guy that's just like, hey... I drifted out of a grassroots event last week. I'm going to do my second event here. Right. That's not and you this. fucking crash into Honadale. Yeah, that's not this type of stuff <laughs> for sure. Um, Here's well, another interesting thing about that is they only, they'll like, it's very limited on like their tech rules as far as who can drive without a cage and whatnot. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. And so, so we, ha- they had to like give them Jeff Baird's name prior and they had to okay him to drive. Yeah, they so, looked and, at all his media. Oh wow! And, and they, we were. I think you're y'all were the only car there without a cage. I believe 100 percent the only car, which, which speaks a lot on you know Barrage driving, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, they they wanted the. I spoke to the tech guy directly, and through email, and then on the phone. Also, they didn't um, realize your car didn't have a cage. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm like a thousand years from having a cage. <laughs> well, that's a different story. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people like cage their car is a first thing. It's in the works. We'll just put it that way. I don't talk bad about anybody and 
<laughs> it's not a fact of like I need it done. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, my car, I, my original first Grazy, is at a fab shop. Getting caged. Okay. But I keep personally changing things, <laughs> so that's what delays things. I um, gotcha. A lot of these guys don't understand. It's a great friend of mine from a long time back. Um, I'm just not gonna talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, but I keep changing things. I want to add, you know, rear mount radiator. Okay. This car is gonna be a six liter LSA supercharged. Dog oh dog. shit! So. <laughs> And now this, with the LSA, are they only for square port heads or are they for Yes, they're for the yeah, late yeah. But okay. you can buy an adapter. Gotcha. It'll bolt the cathedral thing to it. Gotcha. Most likely what I'm going to do is buy like a a different blower, not a factory blower. Okay. Um we'll just call it LSA to call it Sure, LSA. sure, sure, sure. Um but no, I keep changing things. So again, I don't know where I'm going with driving. Yeah. But I just want a high horsepower. You want to have FD fun. FD legal car. Yeah, I want to throw down. I want to um, do hood rat shit with my friends. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> so I'm like 10 years ahead of this. But basically when my original gray car blew up, my VQ car, yeah, I stripped it down completely and I had bought a black uh, VQ car. Okay. And so the gray car was like sitting there. I was like, hmm, I should cage this one and figure something out. So yeah. it's changed from there to like rear mount radiator, you know fuel cell um we're doing like a a seat bracket integrated into the cage instead of just Just see if you can buy human's old car yeah that's (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just a lot of money i like human's old car i mean we looked it over pretty good i think it a couple of i think your cage will turn out quite a bit better in the long run yeah Yeah. I, i i'm very picky on sure fab work uh it's not that other people can't do it don't get me wrong but I do want certain things that other people don't necessarily want. So, like, I'm doing a, I wouldn't, I don't know if you necessarily call it like a floating seat. Um, but basically, there is no rail bolted to the floor. Okay. You're building your own rail bolted or welded to the cage. Gotcha. Um, and I'm doing rear mount radiator. We're doing, yeah. you know, a partition for firewall. Um, Basically, just a bunch of crazy stuff that I probably don't need and don't ever need, but it's a good outlet for me you're, to spend. My you're money. gonna have full on race car, exactly, and that's exactly what I want. You asked me why I went straight to the FD car on a set of Corsa, and yeah, that's what I want to drive. Man, I, 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 want, want, I a, want a fucking race car. I want a fast. I want a fast car. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> and we'll definitely break it. But oh yeah, we'll definitely. Put I mean, I, I think everyone knows. W- if you're competing in a sport, well, if you're, if you are in a sport in general where the point of the sport is to drive sideways, shit's gonna break. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it's suspension, engine, your fuel tank falls out, what the fuck ever. I've shit is gonna <laughs> break. I've seen it. I have not seen that. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to come up with something crazy. Um, yeah, so I think I was in an event in like 2012 and this guy's fuel tank strap broke like mid drift and his fuel tank just kind of, it didn't fall out of the car, but it, uh, oh shit, it, uh, drug the ground for a good little while. Well, I buy, so I, I buy weird GM cars. The Pontiac is the weirdest one. The GTO, which is a Holden Monaro. Yep. The 
Um, Regal is an Opal. Yeah. So I want the S. I want the SS. Yeah. I seen one the other day. That'd be really. They're cool. sweet. Um, I don't think he even came in manual, though. They like, did. They did? Okay. Six-speed, yeah. They did. I seen one uh, for sale not too long ago. Uh, dude, I, I want one of those fucking police-issued... Caprice? Caprice. I've tried to buy a few Caprices. They're expensive. <laughs> they're, they're expensive? Six grand is a lot of money for Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I've heard of people getting them out of steel. Uh, yeah, salv- like auctions and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, I've heard of people walking away <laughs> spending like $1,200. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's... Necessarily and, impossible. Yeah, and they ran. I don't know if it was an aluminum. If it was an it's LS2, an aluminum six two, six two. So it's an LS three. Yeah, it's an LS three. Shit. Mm-hmm. And they have car accessories and yeah, and, you know the the low profile intake. Yeah. Um, the worst thing about them, and I've heard a lot of negative towards buying a Caprice engine. Yeah, is it's a lot, a lot of idle time. Yeah, that's fair. So it's a if you're gonna use it for any kind of racing, racing, the cam bearings are basically gonna be bad. I gotcha. Um, and that's not necessarily to say they're all like that. I've just heard some negative towards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do love them. I would love one as a daily. It would be sweet. Yeah, I don't want to change. It's a, it's a four door, yep. four hundred horsepower, and you just cam them, and there's five. Yeah, something, you know that's fine. Yeah, my, I have, and the crazy thing is, man, is you can get. Like you said, like auction ones, you know, they're. They exist at a low price. Right. They exist at a low price. But then you see the ones that are like decently cleaned up. Yeah. But they never sold the Caprice as a. To the public. To the public. Yep. So they have all been service vehicles. Yep. But the decently cleaned up ones are like 15 grand. What? Yes. Like ones with like holding badges. Like oh, holding gotcha. Interior. Gotcha. You know, they, they've got like holding interior. Yeah. You know, leather front and rear. Console, okay. Cam, well, I mean, exhaust. You look at how much a G8 GT or G8 GXP costs. They were cheap last year. The G the V8 models, I've always seen them being like. Well, some of them were relatively cheap. Sorry, I look at cheap shit. Dumb cheap. Like I, I look at broke shit. I look like at every time missing. I went to look them up for the V8 models, I couldn't find one for under 15 grand. Yeah, I'm always looking at broke stuff, so I can't, I really, gotcha. you know. But yeah, the nicer compresses are I've seen some from like with just like general aesthetics for like six grand. Yeah, but then you get the opposite end of the scale. You got a cammed one with exhaust, with window <laughs> tint, holding interior, holding badges, 15 grand, 16 15 grand. grand, 16 grand because it's essentially a g8 yeah i mean it is it's a sentiment and almost better in my opinion newer newer so well, yeah. i still think the weirdest fucking ls car to hold of hold their value stupidly is the ssr i hate I've, them so much they're ugly as hell they're 26 I, grand though if you look for them but i think the reason they held their value is because of low production yeah low production weird yeah and i believe it's a 4l80 so it's decent platform for starting yeah you know, and they're all automatic. I know for those. Yeah, for those. Yeah, they are. Same thing with the. Um, and they're all convertibles. Same thing with the Caprice. They didn't offer. And gotcha. Yeah, obviously, they didn't offer a manual Caprice. In I, I didn't know that. Holden. I don't know what it's called. Uh, Commodore. Okay. Yeah. So they probably had a. They, they did. Manual option. Um, and like. <sighs> obviously, swapping that would be nothing. But yeah, they just didn't offer it here. I'm trying to think because there's another name for that car too that. It's sold in other places under uh, Lumina. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lumina. 
Chevy the, Lumina. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, like in Africa, it was sold as a Chevy Lumina. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Bunch of weird stuff going on. Dude, like, it's so crazy. Like, unfortunately, you're not going to have a, any cool GM cars anymore. Cause all, so all the cool The Corvette. Cars, no, okay, well, reasonably priced. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you're losing Holden. So the yeah. cool, in my opinion, the cool GM cars were Holden's. The GTO and the G8? GTO, GT8, the, the G- Caprice, the, Caprice the SS. SS, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. The SS is super cool. If I Dude, S- if well, I needed a daily driver well, and or just wanted to spend 50 grand, yeah. six speed. What's six funny speed is the SS, SS and the GTO. They sold so terribly. Oh, yeah. You see that? The SS well, sold so terribly. Well, you know why? No. So you, do you know why Chevy made the SS? No. NASCAR homologation. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. While they were prepping an Impala to be able to be used for NASCAR, they mm-hmm. used the, they made, that's what the SS was designed for. So in NASCAR, oh. they used the SS, which the issue with the SS was they only had a high end model. Right. Because basically it was just a rebadge holding coming straight from Aussie, right? Well, it was a rebadged HSV, which is the Holden special vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> their only rebadge, because like, for the Commodores, you can get V6s. Same car. Same, same exact car, V6, rear-wheel drive. <coughs> um, and cloth seats. Yeah, low options. Yeah, like yeah. they had low options. Where were the SS, leather only, LS3 only. Uh, you manual know, or auto. Yeah, man, basically like the GTO. You can do manual or auto. You can choose your paint. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. You know, like every SS has Brembo brakes. Right. Um. Yeah, so they are fifty grand or plus. So yeah, I, I think the minimum price for an SS was like forty three grand. Yeah, and that was buying like white paint. Yeah, <laughs> it was basically an ugly one and trying to get rid of options. Yeah, like oh yeah, you um, might not get and no dealer fees. Yeah. A, a, attached to that price. Yeah, I would buy one. Yeah, they're sweet. They're they're cool. That um, the, the only other I would still thing, love a Ute so badly. So there was one for sale in Nashville, a, a Ute shell. Dude, there was a guy, there's a guy in Murray County that has a red HSV Maloo. Really? 6.2 supercharged. Oh, wow. It's registered as a G8 or an SS. I can't remember. <laughs> it's an actual 2017 model. New one. Yeah, new one. Because like, I think he said he got it over here with like 600 kilometers on it. That'd be pretty cool. Um. I'm not in all the like illegal deals. Yeah, because to stick with the legalities. Yeah, I'm like, how the hell are people getting this done, but I can't get an R34. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's those are, and that's a big weird thing to talk about. People are gonna be really mad, but the R34 is it feel a gorgeous, factory. beautiful car. Right, it's great. <laughs> but the performance of a stock R34 is like the performance of like a SCR Maxima. Is it? <sighs> Straight line for sure. All wheel drive. It's it, it sound like like I said it makes all the sounds for you. That's all that matters. Oh my god. And it doesn't carry it the tur- $100,000 price tag. But it turns well. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. They're great track cars. Yeah. But again, they're I mean, they had adjustable suspension. They're, they're six, they're six figures, like six. Are figures they really? Fast. I have not seen the R34 GTR 
in in another country that has sold very lowly unless it was just oh, like wow. a ragged out piece of junk. Um, most of the ones that you're seeing in the states are hundred thousand plus. Well, yeah, and you can't technically well there legally are, buy an R34. There, no, there are some. You're getting like show models. And oh yeah, that's stuff right. Stuff like that. There are some that you can buy that are legal, um, but there's it's just yeah. It's an. I've just wondered how hard it would actually be to go up to Canada, buy one, and drive it back down. Very. You get stopped at the border. But mm-hmm. why do the border guys know about GTRs? <laughs> that's their job. Damn um, it. Yeah, I have a. I have a friend that lives in Canada, and I've I've talked to him. I said, have you, have yeah. you ever thought about that? He said, every time I drive across the border, they <laughs> ask me where I'm going. And if you return in a different vehicle and or you don't return through yeah. you know, the same same area, it's it's an issue. Gotcha. I guess. So, were, I don't know how big of an issue, but he said it was an issue. There was a dude at LS Fest. Because they've had FDX, FDRX 7s for... Yeah. Fuck 20 years now almost, it feels like. You know, I mean, their their laws up there are 15 years, so they've had them 10 years. I thought years. it was 10. Is it 10? I think it's 10. Okay, so they have 15, yeah. They have them 15 years sooner than Before us. Before us, yeah. So they've had FDs so long that they're throwaway cars up yeah. there. I mean, not really. In our 33s, yeah. we just now are getting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there was a dude at uh, LS Fest Drift last year for LS Fest West. With an R33 Skyline Torque Storm supercharged, just monster. And I'm just like, this thing is badass. That would be pretty cool. And I, I always hear people hate on R33s, though, too. It's a big boat. Yeah. But then you just, the same thing with the R34s. It's just a bigger boat. Yeah. I mean, they relatively had the same amount of power all across the 25 yeah. years of production. So Because of the whole gentleman's agreement. For- exactly. Which, I mean, again... I'm talking factory R34 here. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. It's a great card. As soon gorgeous. as you turn up the boost, which it is happy to do. Yeah. Um, but it just doesn't, the performance aspect doesn't. Wow. You negate the cost. Yeah, that's fair. The cost of those cars is ridiculously expensive. I mean, I've <clears throat> Paul Walker tax on them. <laughs> it's, it's for real. I've been, to, <laughs> I've, I've been to Japan. I spent two weeks in Japan. Oh, really? Um, yeah. In 2016, I think. Nice. Um, and just seeing them over there is badass. I would assume. Yeah, it's cool. They're they're great cars. Seeing them in person is awesome. But it's yeah. like seeing like a Cobra Mustang. Depressing. No, you just <laughs> you, you see them. I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? Like it becomes here, commonplace. Exactly. And I feel like the reason that they're so hyped up over here is because you don't see them. Yeah. That's the only, one of the main reasons is because you don't see. Well, them. like, and for me, if I see an if I saw an FDRX seven. Or one in his neighborhood sitting in a garage. And that, we're both we both talk about it every single time yeah. we pass it. If I see an NSX, yeah. if I see a skyline of any sort. But okay, so here, think about this. Think about this. But that's Let's, just me because well, I'm a car person. I can put it really simply for you. NSX, fifty grand for a nice one. Yeah. Supra. FD, thirty grand for a nice one. Supra, fifty, sixty grand for a nice one. Sure. If you picked either three of those cars from Japan. Yeah. They're way cheaper. 15 grand. Yeah. Well, for a Supra. Yeah. 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 15, 20 grand for a Supra. You're talking 15, you know, 15, I don't know what the NSXs cost. They're Probably still they're a, a decent little, bit. yeah, they're a little bit higher, but, but that was just based on production numbers. Sure. But you're talking about the R34, which was commonplace just in Japan. Yeah. So, like especially like a GTS model or something yeah. is, but they're still high. Oh, really? They're, they're still going to be high. Yeah. I mean, 
I feel like if you bought an R34, you bought a GTR. Yeah. Because at that point, the GTR name badge had been around for so That's long. That's fair. I'm not saying that GTSTs and GTTs don't exist. Sure. I'm just saying that I feel like the price made does, sense for the, like does not justify justify it because you're talking about you. a Supra, a twin. You can buy a twin turbo manual hardtop JDM sure. Supra for like twenty grand. Yeah, the same R34 or even R33 at that point. Like if you get a GTR R33, I believe they're in the thirty-five thousand dollar range. So I just don't see it. Neg- being you know, worth it. Being worth it to me. That's fair. It's a definite dream car of mine to own. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's always been on the bucket list, but I never really see it happening. It's just too much. At that point, buy, what, a, Lam- buy a Lamborghini. What car would you be drifting in if you could, if price wasn't as much of an option for replacing parts and everything? Oh, if price was no limit. Yeah. Definitely a 92 Bugatti <laughs> EB110 SS. Those things are gaudy as fuck. That's me as fuck. <laughs> I, I, that's that's one of my all-time favorite cars. If I ever had a chance to sit in slash drive one slash, I've only seen one before slash see one. It's just, just I, I feel time. like my, my mind relates that to the Jaguar XJ220. It's worse. It's, the Bugatti's worse? Worse. Really? Yep. The Jaguar has the worst wheels of any car ever Correct. made. But it the the Bugatti styling overall is just terrible. So gaudy. Yeah, but it's still a W or I think it's a V twelve. I can't remember. W twelve. W twelve. Out of a w, Volkswagen. The EB one ten. I thought so. I could be wrong. I believe one of the Bugattis still, was a W twelve. Still has four turbos, so that's all that matters. Oh really? Yes, it's quad turboed. Just like just the like Veyron. The, the Veyron. Yeah, I can't remember if it's a. V12 or if it's a W16 like they used in the... I thought it was a W12 like the Volkswagen uh, Phantom or whatever. Yeah, the Phaeton. Phaeton. Yeah, the Phaeton. Those are cool cars. Um, that'd be a car to own. Yeah, that'd be sweet. They plummeted in value. I would not want to... I, I wouldn't want anything with a W engine because I can't understand it. No, it doesn't make sense, but it's cool. <laughs> it's just like a VR6. I don't like it. It doesn't make sense in my head. <laughs> I don't want it's it. It's just a V6. No, it's, no, it's not. It just shares one head. No. No. Yeah. Uh, but how does crank move correctly? Small crank. So so just tiny stroke on the... Yeah. They're only two liters. For a six-cylinder? I believe they're two liters. No way. 2.5? Maybe. Hang on. I gotta see. I mean, granted, like a 1G is 2.5 or whatever, but... And I guess RB25s are... 2.5 V6s. Right. That's 2.8. Okay. Uh, 81 millimeter bore to 89 millimeter bore and 90 to 96.4 stroke. Millimeter I don't stroke. understand your millimeters. It's 3.6 at the biggest, which would be your like R32. Yeah. Volkswagen. Which are cool too. Oh, the VR6 just, I don't, I don't like it. They're cool. Yeah. But it's weird. Yeah. I'm like more said, okay with a boxer than I am a VR6. Oh no, fuck a boxer. Mm-mm, I'm out. <laughs> Subaru, all that gun, trash, trash, Volkswagen, okay, air they cooled. Leak, they leak from everywhere. You don't have any coolant to leak. <laughs> not not coolant, oil. <laughs> More essential. No, I mean some. If of the, you're leaking oil, that means you have oil. So I'm really weird with the with the Subaru stuff. Yeah. Again, it's one of those cars like the SR. It needs a head gasket. 
right yeah. off the bat. Like I just feel like it does. Um, but actually, I have decently good experience with a FRS BRZ. Uh, I test drove one like as soon as they. Yeah, and, and I've heard good things out of those. It's mostly the the turbo right, yeah, yeah. shit that so I've heard about. The bad. only thing with the FRS is I was really expecting a faster car for the money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're well, they're what like twenty six? Uh yeah. Brand new? Well, when I think when they first dropped they were, you know, overhyped and all that stuff. So they were sure. probably more expensive. This was when I was like eighteen. Yeah. I was yeah, yeah, I was yeah. gonna buy a brand new car. I yeah. Um but two hundred horsepower, they were Sure, they're they're low powered. They're yeah. Prius wheels. Yeah, exactly. Um, in comparison to like what I'm can you know what it, I'm three seventy Z like yeah. they're they're a little bit more expensive, but they have much well, more. Well, like power. you compare it to a V six Camaro or a V six Mustang that are three hundred plus horsepower for the same cost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Granted, those two are both heavier cars than an FRS or and BRZ. Those terrible, but yeah, yeah, and I get where they. Again, where that why they decided to do it a, a definite a balanced yeah. car is cool. I just don't yeah. grip drive. That's I, fair. I've never really grip drive. It did drive really good when yeah. I test drove it. And I mean, people have used them in the drift world. Um, but most of the time, you're taking the boxer engine out. Sure, throwing an um, LS in or something. I actually have a guy that I follow that has blown up his boxer engine so many times <laughs> in his FRS BRZ. I there, can't remember which one he owns, but. I can't remember which of the leaders it was, but whenever I had the two people from Drift Kitchen on, um, she drives an FRS that basically the only mod to it was it's been caged. Um, I believe her name is... Man, that's going to kill me. I can't remember offhand. Ashley, maybe? Why does it sound right? But yeah. I was. It's white. It's a white FRS. Yeah. yeah I, I was surprised uh, whenever she said it's just like yeah, I just caged it. Yeah. I was like, she drives it to the event still. Yeah. She drove it all the way down from wherever the hell she's from to a Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, that's crazy, and still has AC, still has or no, I don't think it had heat at the time. Yeah. But still, I, I was just like, that's rad as she fuck. She took her her passenger seat out. Yeah. To put wheels in. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, she takes her passenger seat out to put extra wheels and tires in. It's hilarious. I mean, it, Jeez, I mean, it works. Some people like doing it. The only reason, I guess, that I would say that's a negative is if you break down far from home and or break something that you can't fix. Yeah. Because it happens. So, I mean, if you get, I mean, she was 12 hours from home. Yeah. So the tow bill on that's. I thought you were referring to the seat thing, but you just mean driving oh, no, to an yeah. event driving in general. Driving to an event in general, yeah. So yeah, that, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, uh, whenever I see any drivers drive to events, I'm just like, I, I, I don't think I have it in me to do that, even if it was to NSS. It'd be hard for me to drive to NSS, <laughs> and it's only 10 minutes from my house, yeah. 10, 15 minutes from my house. It would be very hard for me to go, eh, I'm not going to take the truck and trailer. Yeah. And I would have a way home in 15 minutes, you know what I mean? It wouldn't take mean, me long to find somebody to take me home. Yeah. It's, it's just so com- so much commonplace for us now, I guess. I everyone mean, has a truck. Everyone has a trailer. Yeah. Or does everyone for Money Gang? Yeah, because Colin got his truck and trailer. Nice. So he actually just bought a Dooley Dodge Cummins for some reason. <laughs> like a 90 first gen, second gen? Oh, shit. First gen? No, it's a first gen. Well, at least he didn't get a six liter Ford. Oh. <sighs> Kevin White. <laughs> Kevin White, no who's he? No who's he is. I don't understand people that go to the track without trailers. 
I I get it because like it's a, a cost thing, but in certain scenarios I can understand it. Like, yeah, maybe if I just wanted to hit an SS for like three laps and I just took like six wheels and a jack and a tool bag. And like there are some drivers I know that go to events all the time and they six drive six hours away and shit like that. Well, trying. like uh Alex Anderson. Yeah, he drives far. Like he he, he drives has a to, truck. Yeah. Just rent, like I could see it, like, you know, I mean, I would rent a trailer or something or borrow a trailer. Yeah. But like every Clarksville event, he drives his car up there. I just, <laughs> I, it's not me. Yeah. I guess. Oh, I and like, I, it, it boggles my mind to do it because I'm just like, what if your diff blows up? What if anything you you, broke, you, you lose it, an you, axle, yeah. you, ha, you know, anything, you shoot so, a rod, the smallest thing go wrong and it's going to cost you two or 300 bucks to get home. Yeah. Or the whole night. In yeah. Clark's in his in his defense, Clarksville's not far. But so like even if he did break down and maybe he went there the next day, it's a yeah. whole nother trip. Uh, and that's how I feel about it. For sure. So but yeah. But. I I guess we have a a lot on our plate. I don't know. I, it's it's a whole lot for all of us to go somewhere. There are a lot of us. There, yeah, it's hard to find a room housing you know most we want to stay together most of the time just to party yeah because that's you know our thing is there any big goal with money gang or is it pretty much just have fun go sideways it's drive hard party harder that's that's it we basically made the hoodies basically because i think austin said somebody wanted one okay yeah maybe yeah yeah i have a couple stickers i know from back when it was money gang south Yeah. yeah I don't remember why. Uh, why well, you guys dropped the South? I think it was just cleaner. Okay. Less like like the whole Facebook thing. Drop the the. Yeah, drop the. <laughs> the. Yeah, exactly. It's just cleaner. Uh, <laughs> nah. So I don't know. And that's another weird thing. We just kind of started it. Just it should just be called was, gang. Yeah, it was just. A, <laughs> 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 It was just a, it was like a spur of the moment kind of joke thing. And I feel like almost kind of we. It caught on too well. It, it <laughs> caught on great for us, but I feel like a lot of people are like, like, and don't get me wrong, like, do what you want. Yeah. But like, I feel like a lot of people are like, I guess, doing the same, which is cool. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, and we have a fuck ton of members, and that's a lot to keep up with. What are you guys up to? Is it eight or nine? Colin, Jeff, Willie, Austin, Dawson, me. Jared? Jared. Colin, Austin, Dawson, Jeff, Dustin, Willie, Brennan, Jared. Eight. Are we missing anyone? Nope. Are we sure? 100% 100% eight of us. Yeah. Now, are there applications for anyone that wants to join Money Gang or? I think nope. we've pretty much put a hold on it because it's just a lot. <laughs> it, it's it's a lot. Yeah. And man, some days I'll pick up my phone at like noon and there'll be like 300 messages in the group oh, chat. Shit. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just not. Can't do it today. So, yeah, <laughs> and it's not a thing that I don't, I mean, maybe we'll sell T-shirts and stickers and stuff. Yeah, because I think we're going to, I mean. That is, is Jeff the only one that's planning on doing Pro-Am out of you guys? Yeah. This year, yes. Okay. Um, again, I'm building 
that car. Yeah, your FD car. Yeah, my FD car. <laughs> I guess to try to compete 2021. Okay. Um, That's not like a set in stone kind of deal, but I guess that's something I want to do. Maybe like three turbos and... No, not that much. Four turbos. And <laughs> hey, I'll be you know Bugatti. anybody with an EV110. I will gladly you get an EV110 it. engine put in it. Hey, Jay Leno has one on an engine stand brand new. I've seen it. <laughs> I know where it's at. Well, slightly. Yeah. You're going to break into Jay Leno's garage and steal a Bugatti engine. Um, Getting that to run sounds like it would take about four ECUs, considering the BMW V12 takes two. So yeah. We're out there. I really wonder if it'd be worth buying up. One of those like fifteen thousand dollar Maserati Quattroportes to get the Ferrari V eight out of it and build that up. I don't know a lot about exotic cars, so I have no idea. The V eight would the V eight sounds easy. Yeah, I like. They, they run a Ferrari V eight in them. Yeah, That's that weird. sounds fucking great. The Ghibli is the cool the the <clears throat> the Alfa Romeo Ghibli. Yeah, that's a cool car. That is, but well, I've had you on here for a little bit. Was there anything else that you're hoping to chat about? No, I really can't think of anything else. Um, Definitely just drive. <laughs> if you think you want to do it, do it. Seat time, go drive, seat drift time, shit. Seat time over mods, definitely. I know that sounds crazy coming from like me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you can do this for Buy a G, a Z, a yeah. 240, a... $4,000, and you can have a very good setup, like... Like Jeff Bear. I mean, <laughs> man, I know that car's for sale for, like, five grand, and it's a great car. But, like, yeah, I mean, if Wait, you... Wait, shit car for sale? Shit car can be for sale. <laughs> <laughs> I will sell it for Jeff. <laughs> uh... No, so I feel like if you want to do it, slash if you, even if you want to think about doing it, if you've never been to an event, go to an event. Ask somebody to ride along. Yeah. If you think you want to do it, buy a piece of shit. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, do not start with something you yeah, love. Don't try to buy a $10,000 240 that's really nice. That does Or a Mustang GT newer yeah, model. Don't or try to, and if you want to do all that stuff, like, great. But just just buy a piece of shit. Yeah, just start out with something that you're not going to cry when it yes, hits a wall. Exactly, because it can happen. Um, it definitely has happened. I mean, even if you have to start out in like the lowest, like I can't even think of anything cheaper than a Miata. If you have to start out in a Miata, just do it. Just Get a Crown Vic. It. Yeah, I mean, my, <laughs> bro my brother literally started drifting in an automatic 99. No, was it an it was a 2000, it was an automatic 2004-6 Mustang. Wow. It's drifting. And I will say that it is nowhere near the drifting that me and him are doing now. Yeah. Because it was basically just holding the brake to the floor the whole time. <laughs> but it it worked. Yeah. And it was a $600 car. Holy shit. So just do it. You don't have to have thousands of dollars in suspension. I'm well, going to buy a Fox body. Yeah. It, man, it can be done. It can be done. If you want to drive, drive. And I saw a manual Fox body five liter for sale for like 1500 bucks. They're cheap. <laughs> if you want to do it, do it. Um, if you don't want to do it and you still enjoy 
you know, coming to the events, definitely please come out and support because it is a lot of money for the drivers to pay sometimes. Yeah. And that sounds kind of, you know, like, you know, I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, you look at the people putting on the events, the host putting on the events, it, they're paying out the ass to get yeah. these venues. Right. I don't know what any of them cost. Um, I can only, you know, imagine what they cost. Yeah. Plus the insurance and stuff. Plus you yeah. got to pay people to be there. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you like drifting and you like watching it, just come support the, the ten, sport, yeah, pay the 10, 20 bucks to watch or ride along or whatever. Yeah. And if you ever want to ride along and you see me or anybody in the money gang crew, jump into Willie's car without asking. It's okay. Definitely. Please ask. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure we can oblige you with a free ride and whatnot. And I didn't Willie's trunk. If we have some stickers yeah. or something like that, we'll give them to you. No problem. But awesome yeah. well thank you very much for being on it's been a blast dude i appreciate it yeah thank you very much for having me